Hello, and welcome to Getting It Done, a podcast about music, education, and life lessons. I'm your host, Tim Rausenberger, and today is Friday, February 16th, 2018. This is episode 240, Lesson Plan for All Subject Areas. Test your knowledge. I did a podcast some time ago called Ask Me Anything. And I encourage you to listen to that particular episode in addition to today's episode. I say that because there's information in both that you'll be able to implement while teaching your students of any age in any classroom for any subject area. The Ask Me Anything episode focused around the extra five or 10 or 15 minutes, even two minutes, you may have to fill out the class time and ask students to ask you anything they desire. Now, of course, you'll have parameters with that. Today's lesson plan is going to be, for some of you, a continuation of the Ask Me Anything. For others, you may decide that it will be an activity And for others, you're going to make it into a lesson plan. The type of lesson plan that may go beyond one class. This is particularly helpful for students who have to do any type of research. And I think that certainly qualifies for almost every subject area. And it doesn't matter if it's high school or middle school or even elementary school. I think everyone can learn from this. So let's get to it. Test your knowledge. Your goal with this particular lesson is to get students to understand the importance of research. They need to understand that we collect this information in order to formulate decisions because we want to have it in our memory banks at all times and be able to use it as a reference point with different types of things in all walks of life. For these intents and purposes, it's going to be for research. Now, How are they going to test your knowledge? How are they going to test their own knowledge? It's going to start with you as the teacher. So here's what I propose, and you can modify it to your liking. You're going to ask the students to come up with X number of questions. It could be one question, it could be three questions, five, ten, however many you want. The students can ask you the questions in class. 
I think that's personally the best way of doing it because I think a lot of us don't want to have to grade any more papers or read uh, more papers than uh, what our time schedule allows. But the reality is that when you say it in class and when it's in front of everyone else, students will then maybe cross out the questions that they had. And the questions that they're going to ask you are going to be about literally anything about that particular subject area. So for instance, if I just take my subject area, music, they can ask me anything they want. Again, you can put some type of restriction on there. You can say you can ask me anything about classical music. You can ask me anything about jazz. You can ask me anything about the instrumentation of a band. You can ask me about the construction of a trumpet. You can ask me anything you want. And the purpose of them doing this is for you to see if you know the answers. Are you able to give them the answers immediately? Or do you need time to actually research it yourself? It's an excellent way to stay on top of things as an educator. It's a great way to educate yourself while also educating the students because you're going to be doing a lot of different things here. First, you're going to be obviously improving your own knowledge. But second, you're also going to be educating your own students, not just by recycling information and just giving them information. No, you're teaching them. You're showing them. You're modeling for them. This is how I found out this information. This is when I found out this information. I don't know the answer to that question. I'm going to need to get back to you. And when I've done this before, sometimes I have the answer before they leave class. Sometimes I'll just go straight to the computer or my phone and Google the answer. Other times I'll find the students later in the day. Maybe I'll swing by the cafeteria. I'll see them waiting outside after school and let them know, hey, by the way, just so you know, this is what I found out about how valves are really made for a trumpet. See, your efforts here are, they're not going to be unnoticed by the students. They're not going to be lost on the students. The students are going to per perceive you as being a lifelong learner as well. They're not just going to think, oh, well, I, woe is me and I have to do this work and the teacher never has to do any work. See, that's the one thing that a lot of students don't seem to understand is that the great teachers in the world are always finding ways to improve. We're always trying to get better. We're trying to learn more so we can find ways to be able to teach them better. And it's not just spitting out facts.
that's not what great teaching is all about, and we all know that. Now, you can take this and go so many different ways with it. You can make it almost a a sort of game like the Ask Me Anything, where they ask you questions, and let's be, you would probably want them to encourage them to be a little bit reasonable and not be asking for the exact measurement of the average lead pipe on the French horn. You know, I I mean, that's fine. If they want to ask that, that's totally okay, and you're going to find out the answer. But general questions, general questions. How many symphonies did Beethoven write? Did Were there any composers who have ever passed away while writing a symphony or a significant work? And you apply that to your own subject areas. And you find out what did you really know as a math teacher about Pythagoras? Sure, you you teach the Pythagorean theorem. Did you ever explain to your students who that man was behind the theorem? Think about that. In terms of science, have you really gone into everything about Neil Armstrong, talked a little bit about his life, made him a little more like a human. And if you encourage students to ask these types of questions about whatever that area is, then you are going to have a a much better classroom environment. It's not just knowing about Charles Dickens and great expectations and knowing the book and knowing every single facet from start to finish. I'm talking about when was it written? When was it published? When was its first printing? See, there are so many questions you should be having and you should want these questions answered every day. But you know what? The students are going to be able to help you. And it's, it's a win-win for everyone involved. It's a fabulous lesson plan. It's one that I don't know of any music teachers who do this particular lesson plan. And if you do, kudos to you. But if you want to find a way to wow your administrator, maybe you don't spend the entire class, but maybe you spend that five minutes when you're trying to construct that perfect lesson plan and you realize that there's quote unquote downtime. And what should we do with that downtime? Well, here's something you can consider. As always, I appreciate the support. Thank you so much for tuning in today's podcast and happy researching.